Thanks for listening to the Mornings with Carmen LaBerge podcast, made available thanks to support from listeners just like you. Encouraging you to live as an ambassador of God's kingdom in the world. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. If we're gonna fly, we fly like eagles, arms out wide. If we're gonna fear, we fear no evil. We will rise by your power. We will go by your spirit. We are bold. If we're gonna stand, we stand as giants. If we're gonna walk, we walk as lions. Good morning again. Good morning. It's hour two of Mornings with Carmen. If you missed hour one, you should definitely go listen to it. It'll be posted at MyFaithRadio.com, or you can subscribe to Mornings with Carmen as a podcast, wherever you do that, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. And if you do it that way, then you get the show notes, which include all the links to um, the things that we talk about and the contact info for the people we talk with. So there you go. Um, so much engagement on the uh, on the listener text line this morning. So if I don't get an opportunity to reply personally to each and every one of you, just know I am reading what you're writing. And um, yes, I'm praying with you and for you for the prayer requests that you're posting. Um, and I am answering as many questions as I can in real time without neglecting the conversations, right, that we have here, because that would be rude. Um, all right. Uh, I have asked for weather updates uh, this morning. I have asked, uh, where in the word are you? So lots of folks sharing where they are in terms of their Lenten Bible studies. Some of you, many of you joining us in reading the Bible together at MyFaithRadio.com during this season of Lent and as we uh, walk with Jesus toward the events of uh, of Holy Week and um, ultimately the cross. So if you haven't signed up yet and want to join us, it's a digital resource, so really easy to do that at MyFaithRadio.com. Uh, invite you to read through the Bible with us during this season of Lent. Um, all right, we have uh, a friend, um, Clark, checking in um, from Bismarck, North Dakota. This goes along with our conversation about weather and all of the weather stories across the country this morning. So uh, Clark says, hey, good morning, Carmen. Concerning weather, an old cowboy poet once told me, whether it's cold or whether it's hot, we're going to have weather, whether or not. Yes, indeed. So there you go. Um, and then uh, this this declaration of love and affection for North Dakota, which one should not miss. This is where our three sons are and daughters-in-law, 12 grandchildren. So there's no other place in the world we'd rather be. Our people are here. Clark in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, yeah, absolutely, right? The The place is one thing. The people, the people are another thing, right? God is... Uh, has planted the desire for relationships in our hearts. We are relational beings. Um, he wants a relationship with us as his children, and he plants in our hearts a desire for relationships with one another, and those matter. And so, Clark, thank you for um, being a person who I'm just going to acknowledge is has not only a heritage, a good heritage, a good godly heritage, but is creating a godly legacy, Right. Um, we talk about the sins of the fathers being, uh, you know, like living to the third and fourth generation. But blessings, blessings, a godly heritage, a godly legacy to a thousandth generation. Clark is likely not going to live on this earth long enough to know the thousandth generation um, that experiences the blessing of God because he's a believer. 
because he's a man after God's own heart, because he prays for his kids and his grandkids, because he's investing in them. Um, But God has promised in his word that to a thousand generations, Clark's people are going to be blessed because Clark loves God. I, that's just an extraordinary promise for us to live under. Um, and it's really hard for us to imagine that there is going to be a thousand generations from now. But hey, look back, right? Um, and consider how many generations it is. And when, when the Bible talks about a thousand, it's really talking about forever, right? It's uh, a day. Um, we talk about a day being like a thousand years or a thousand years like a day. That's because that thousand language is just like forever. It's like more than you could imagine, uh, think, or believe. Um, it's, yeah, it's not a century. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's it's not a millennia. It's a millennia times like 25 if generations are counted based on like 25 years. So there you go. Um, yeah, we're going to talk with Chip Hutchison in just a moment. He's a reporter for Kentucky Today. You'll remember when we talked with Nick Pitts, Nick said, hey, my friend Chip, he's reporting on this thing at Asbury. Um, he's reporting on this revival. And so we got um, Nick to hook us up with Chip, and Chip Hutchison is going to join us next. He's a reporter for Kentucky Today. We're going to ask him what has happened at Asbury and sort of where the revival goes now or next. And that's next here on Mornings with Carmen. Of the living God fall afresh on me. Mount me more. Anybody here looking for a Bible in our own hearts and across the Joining us now, Chip Hutchison. He is a reporter for Kentucky Today. Chip, welcome to Mornings with Carmen. Well, thank you. It's my honor to be on the uh, program with you. All right. We're a relational people. So, um, you know, just read us in. Who is Chip Hutchison? Like, where are you? What are you doing? Why are we talking to you? Well, that's an interesting question. I am a 74-year-old uh working with the Kentucky Baptist Convention. We have an online news website, Kentucky Today, that has been mentioned. I was a newspaper publisher for 41 years in a small town in western Kentucky. I retired in 2016 when the Lord called me into ministry at the ripe young age of 68. And I I was doing actually an interim pastorate in 2019 when the Kentucky Baptist Convention asked if I'd like to come out of retirement and and to come work with them. And I certainly uh, uh, was eager to do that. My wife had always said if I ever asked her to move, she would divorce me. But thankfully, the Lord worked on her heart at the same time he did mine. And so we moved from a small town to Louisville, Kentucky, and just so blessed to be working uh, with Kentucky today and having so many opportunities to tell people about Jesus. I love that. I I just, I love and appreciate that. What a testimony. I'm so glad to make your acquaintance today. Maybe on another occasion, we'll talk about the importance of local reporting and sort of the things that we're losing across the country as local newspapers, um, you know, are are disappearing. But today, I really want to focus in on all of the reporting that you've done and what you're hearing about the Asbury 
revival. So maybe it's just imagine for a moment, Chip. I know this is hard to imagine because we've talked about it a lot here, but imagine for a moment somebody listening has no idea what has been happening um, at Asbury. So can you fill us in? Yes. So on February the 8th, uh, uh, unbeknownst to anyone except the Lord, uh, Asbury uh, met for their chapel. They have chapel every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, nothing exceptional about that morning. There was no promotion. It was just a day like any other day, except the Holy Spirit, I believe, showed up in power and the uh, word was proclaimed and People did not want to leave, and they remained there. And I think uh, from uh, my observation, uh, the Holy Spirit was at work convicting uh, believers, uh, those students at, at Asbury who were believers, convicting them of sin and calling them to repentance. And I heard it said that the speaker that morning didn't think he'd done a very great job, but the Lord uses us in our weakness, what we think is our weakness, for his honor and his glory and in his power. And so that began a, a, re, an, a revival effort, and I do call it a revival, um, that uh, attracted people and I think shows a hunger that God's people have for a revival. And that has spread. Uh, it spread to numerous other college campuses, to churches, uh, I spoke to a pastor in uh, Richmond, Kentucky, and they went to a 21-day prayer vigil. And uh, Richmond's not a large town, but they had 121 people show up on their final day and stayed there all day. People, are, I think believers are hungry for revival. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Spread. I'm sorry, that's a spread, and we're just thankful for it and just pray that it will continue to spread. Um, Chip, when we come back from a very brief break, will you talk about the um, the testimonies, some of the testimonies that you have heard? Um, because there's a lot of folks listening right now who have been praying for revival. Um, we want to fan the flame of it. We certainly want to have a real exper- a real experience of God in our own lives. Um, so hearing the testimony of of how that has happened for others, you know, I think is such an encouragement to folks. So could we do that when we come back? Be glad to. I love that. We're talking with Chip Hutchison. Um, he reports for Kentucky Today. You can find his reporting at KentuckyToday.com. We'll put all the links in the show notes today. Um, and when we come back, we're going to hear some testimonies. Like, what are people experiencing um, in this revival? And can we can we call it that in real time? I think by the testimonies of those experiencing it, we certainly can. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show carried on the Faith Radio Network. There's a lot going on at Faith Radio. Tons of free resources just waiting for you and for you to share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. How does that all happen? Well, it happens through listener support. So Faith Radio, Mornings with Carmen, all available because of listener support from listeners, well, just like you. If you're a supporter, Thank you so very much. If you'd like to become a supporter today, just visit MyFaithRadio.com. And again, thanks for being a part of what we do every day at Mornings with Carmen.
All right. Uh, again, you're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. Thank you for all of the engagement on our text line this morning. The number is 877-933-2484. Uh, many of you um, reflecting on and asking questions about this conversation about uh, generational um, experiences in terms of, um, you know, the the curse of God to the third and fourth generation, iniquities of the father um, upon the children and children's children versus blessings to a thousandth generation. So yes, we will circle back around and talk more about that. I promise. Right now we're talking with Chip Hutchison. He is a reporter for Kentucky Today. He's also a Baptist pastor. Uh, He has a a career in journalism, and he has been reporting faithfully on what's happening at Asbury and this revival going on, this ongoing revival. Give us a give us a little insider look, Chip. What are some of the testimonies you've heard from people who have um, been in this experience um, at Asbury and then beyond? Well, we we've heard so many things. Um, uh, on February thirteenth, two of my coworkers and myself visited Asbury. We went there as observers. We immediately became participants uh, as we saw the Lord working and as we saw the Lord tender our hearts. I talked to a lady who had driven up the night before. She brought her three children, ages 11, 8, and 6, brought them from Brunswick, Georgia, to Asbury. And she told me, she said, I wanted them to experience this. But what I observed from her is it was not just her children, because I saw as the songs were sung, I saw the tears rolling down her cheek. Um, out right as before you go into the auditorium at Asbury, there's a very large whiteboard. And I saw so many prayer requests. It looked like you could barely write anything else on it. It was so full. Found one very interesting. said, pray for my family in Ukraine. Mm. One of my coworkers saw uh, and did a little uh, Facebook searching, found that family and how that family talked about their son had communicated to them about what God was doing at Asbury. Um, somebody in the Ukraine that hears about the, the revival at, at Asbury. Um, I've heard a lot of people say we need to continue to pray that this revival continues. And I think that's a great prayer, but we need to say, and Lord, let it begin in me. Uh, and I've heard that testimony from so many people that uh, the Lord has, has touched me and it has encouraged me to take the message outside the church walls. And that seems to be, I think, the predominant message that, that I've heard as people have said, pray for this church and pray for this university. Uh, one of the first things I saw on that whiteboard, somebody had written, pray for revival at Lee University. Mm-hmm. The next day, I heard how revival was breaking out at Lee University. Uh, so I think we've seen the faithfulness of God to hear our cry for revival And now it is up to us to carry that message. You know, God uses human instruments. He doesn't use angels to take the gospel of people. He uses ordinary people like me and you and those folks who are listening to us. If revival is going to spread, and this is a message I continue to hear, it's going to have to begin with us uh, fulfilling the Great Commission from Matthew 28. 
Yeah, amen. Um, I'm uh, I'm reading that um, Pulse, which is a ministry that many of our listeners are familiar with, um, you know, seeking to provide a place uh, for those who want to experience um, and enter into what took place at uh, at Asbury and now has moved to Rupp Arena. Yes. So um, that's exciting, right? Um, opportunity for folks to continue to engage. Um, and yeah, Pulse, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, you can you can check out Pulse online as well. But um, uh, Nick, his last name has just fled my mind there for a second. Um, but he's he's been with us before um, on on the show to uh, to talk about what God is doing across America in terms of uh, the emerging generation. So it is exciting, Chip, and I I love your emphasis on the reality that you know it's one thing for me to pray for revival and want to see it in this generation and want to see it in this country. It's another thing for me to invite it in myself, right? Exactly. So. Can you talk about that um, from your perspective? Like, what what does it look like for an individual to not only become open to, but invite God to bring individual revival? Like, all right, so I've been a Christian for, you know, I don't know, pick a number, 10, 20, 30 years. Um, I mean, you know, do I need revival? Well, yes, and you, you raise a great question, so I'll give you a personal observation. We went to the revival, and we're— uh, touched by seeing all these people from what we call the lost generation flooding the altar. And it was no fanfare and no show. It just seemed as an observer uh, that they were genuine as they cried out to God for revival for it to, uh, that they would repent of their sin. Sometimes we get the mistaken idea that uh, everything has to happen on our timetable. We go to a revival service and we expected things to happen the way we wanted. That's not the way it happens with the Lord. It was not until that night, in the middle of the night, that it really hit me. And mm. uh, I'd heard it, and the Lord woke me up about a little after 2 o'clock that morning, that night, and just bombarded me with, you think you're a good Christian, but look at this. This is what you've done. This is what you have not done. And I uh, immediately thought of my 16-year-old grandson, Mm. and he has his other grandfather is lost, and he goes to talk to him periodically. And he went here a few weeks ago and talked to him for over two hours about his need for the Lord. Uh, His other grandfather did not make a profession of faith, but he listened to him. My grandson left left him with this. He said, I'm going to continue to talk to you about this. Because if I don't, it will tell you that it's not important to me. And I I thought about that. And I thought, Mm. how many times have I spoken to someone, uh, a friend, a a neighbor, uh, uh, someone in my community? And I say, I've done my job. I've told them about the Lord. And I'll pray for them, but I don't speak to them anymore. And so I had revival in my heart because I saw the diligence that I need to put the souls of lost people forefront in my life and not to give up on telling them, not to pester them, but to tell them about the Lord and their great need of him. The most urgent need that they have in all this world is to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So the Lord beat me up pretty well that night, uh, that among other things. And so that's how revival must start in us. And 
if it starts in us, we've got to demonstrate it to a lost world. Chip, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your personal testimony. Um, thank you so much for um, reporting on what others are experiencing, but fanning the flame. Um, thank you for thank you for being a granddad, um, and thank you for uh, obviously the genuine legacy of real faith that lives now in your grandson. Um, I mean, that's worthy of, um, of a conversation and worthy of celebration. And thank you so much for that testimony this morning. I, I love how you have um, acknowledged um, this, this very specific way that God has, you know, fanned a flame in your own heart. And this, um, this conversation about diligence in, in terms of the need to tell others about the Lord um, and that your grandson has really been an inspiration in that direction. Revival is, um, it is individual and, and how we experience it and the thing that the Lord reveals to us or the particular way that he burns off something in order that he can use us um, is different for each person. And so it's really helpful to hear your personal testimony on that topic today. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. I've enjoyed the conversation and blessings to you and to your uh, listeners. And we pray that the Lord continue to work in all of us. Amen, amen, and amen. Um, I think we're going to look forward to future conversations with you if you're open to it. I'm certainly open to it. Enjoy, Enjoy the conversation. Wonderful. That's Chip Hutchison. He's a reporter for Kentucky Today. You can find what he's writing and lots of great stuff at KentuckyToday.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. Let's take a break for Breakpoint with John Stone Street. We got something more than just religion. All right, sometimes uh, it occurs to me that we should circle back around and um, and talk about uh things going on in each other's lives and be sure that we're praying for each other. So I'm just going to invite you today to be praying for the Kinsey family. Um, so they listen regularly here. They're a part of our um, Mornings with Carmen community. And I just want you to be lifting them up today. Um, what what started as, you know, quote unquote, routine gallbladder surgery has now resulted in a cancer diagnosis and all that goes along with that. Um, and so let's just be praying for them today. You you know that I like to do this by cupping my hands together as if I'm as if I'm going to bend down and lift, you know, water out of a creek, right? Okay, so just cup your hands together like that today and put the Kinseys in your cupped hands and lift them up before the Lord. He knows their every need. He knows the desire of their hearts. Um, God knows um, what he intends to do and how he intends to do it. We're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for restoration. We're going to pray for his goodness and his grace. We're going to pray for a testimony um, out of this, a glory story. Um, So let's be praying tenderly and gently for each other today. Let's be praying for Maggie and for Becca. Um, Those are prayers that have been lifted up this morning on the text line as well. Again, God knows the specific needs. God knows the depth of the concern. God knows um, the answer he intends to provide. And we come before him interceding in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit, lifting one another up in, in in, in our cupped hands because that's what we can do. And then God can do it all from there. 
Um, So let's be tender and gentle with one another as we lift one another up in prayer today. Um, Kim Dolan uh, Leto is going to join us next. I don't know about you, um, but, you know, health and fitness is a constant struggle in my life. I mean, I am am a yo-yo if there ever was one. Um, Kim is going to join us next, and she's going to talk with us about getting fit God's way. The book is Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. This is a new day. Everything bursting with hope. Coming alive. Moment, moment. Kim Dolan Leto is joining us. The book is Fit God's Way, your Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness. And yes, I'll just tell you in advance, we have a handful of copies to give away today. So if you're a yo-yo like me and you really are ready to get fit God's way and you're looking for a system and your guide and a friend to walk with you, text the word book to 877-933-2484. Kim, welcome to Mornings with Carmen. Carmen, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to talk about how faith blends with our fitness, and it is the lasting answer we've all been missing. Yeah, let's get to the lasting answer part, because this journey, (laughs) like, right, for those of us who really do struggle with this, um, Mm -hmm. invite us into the Fit God's Way Challenge. Okay, so I was a person who was overweight, out of shape, just exhausted doing it the world's way. And my dad had had a stroke and like so many of us who, you know, we just, we need that, that extra push because the world's way just hasn't been working. So imagine me, I was working in the corporate job. My dad has this heart attack and stroke. I feel very convicted. It's time for me to get healthy. I run to the world and I do everything that probably most of the listeners have tried, you know, the diets, the white knuckling it, gaining and losing and the emotional toll that it takes on us. And then I realized, wait a minute, I love Jesus. Why am I doing this without God? Where is God in any of this? And I had a pivotal moment, Carmen, where I just cried out to him and I was like, I need you. I can't get this food under control. I feel like I'm measuring myself, my worth by worldly standards. And just laying this down at his feet and starting to seek him and surrender it daily He has given me a guide for women to follow, a roadmap for people to live by, and it is absolutely a lasting answer. So I've been doing this for 20 years, over 20 years now, and it works. Yeah, that's one of the things I appreciate. Like this is, um, this, this is what I will just describe as absolutely proven. For those of you who don't know Kim, you can check out her website, Kim Dolan Leto, L-E-T-O, uh, dot com. I'll drop all of this in the show notes today, but she's an ESPN um, fitness champion. She's the world's leading Bible-based fitness expert, and she really is interested in coming alongside each and every one of us on our own journey to wholeness and transformation, um, bringing our faith like to the forefront of this conversation about health and fitness. Um, so when we talk about uh, fit God's way, how how do we do that? Like, talk with us about having a system to follow. Okay, I have a system in the Fit God's Way book, and I want to just let your listeners know that this is like a comprehensive Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness with a daily plan that will help them understand how to do all of this. 
And I also have a free guide for people who want some additional information at fitgodsway.com. They can also get the book there and they can download their free plan and God made recipes and all of that. Because what happens is we're so trained in dieting. I believe we need to Mm -hmm. unlearn that, that the dieting is the world's answer to health and fitness, but God never created that. So when I think you, when you kind of reject that diet culture and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do today with God. I'm going to surrender my appetite to him. I'm going to set faith goals. I have a faith acronym for setting goals and I'm going to do this God's way. And it is, so the daily application is something I call the seven W's. That's the, you get in the word, you put your worth in God, you eat whole God made food, you work out, you worship God and you drink water and you create something I call like a wake sleep cycle because so many of us in our culture don't rest. We don't prioritize sleep. Now, this is not a perfection project. This is just a, the seven W's are a guide, a daily guide, and they're modeled after how Jesus lived. Because I always tell people, remember the, what would Jesus do bracelets? I'm like, yes. how I, I got obsessed with like, I'm like, well, how did Jesus live? Like, what can I tell people? Because our world is so trained in this, like five weeks to this, six weeks to that. So the Lord led me to the fact that we need to follow the way Jesus lived and we need to do it through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. That's how we do this. So this book is that roadmap and the seven W's are just a simple, grace-filled daily journey. <clears throat> I suggest people start off, you know, you can either go at it with all seven or you can just start with one and then build on them until they become your lifestyle because that is the daily journey with Jesus of walking in faith and doing this through the word and you'll find results. I also have something called the seven P's and that is our, how we, how we eat because I feel like food is so confusing. So I have a whole mini course in this book about how to eat and the seven P's are all about pausing, praying, learning portions, uh, persisting until you succeed, you know, planning ahead. So the, the seven P's really help. They're that daily okay, you know, print this out, put it on your refrigerator, make it your lock screen. Like, Lord, you're coming with me on this journey because Carmen, no diet can give us the spirit of self-control. Only God can do that. That, that is exact. like, that is exactly right. Like I, I'll just confess, like I'm a person who knows the information. I'm in my mid fifties mm-hmm. and I've been struggling with this since at least I was a teenager. I mean, it was true in my life before that, but I didn't like, I wasn't actively engaged in it as a struggle until I was a teenager. But um, like, I recognize that it is contrary to my positive witness, right? I don't want, I don't want anything to be a stumbling block um, in terms of my witness. And I recognize that this is, this part of my life is not fully integrated. And what your story sounds just like mine. I'm listening to you and I'm like, as a teen, I was, you know, told I was fat and I started feeling shameful and I just, it, it, it's just been a, it was a struggle all my life until I laid it down. We like the word tells us you can do nothing apart from me. So for Christians who love Jesus and go to church on, you know, we go to church, even when we're in our Bible studies, we love the word, but why are we doing this whole fitness and food and body image and worth thing apart from God? That's why Mm -hmm. it's a place of struggle. And I believe that the devil especially wants Christians' health. So he's trying to come after our health and wholeness because if he can do that, he can steal our futures. And Mm -hmm. that it's so sad to me if you look at ministry, people in ministry and Christians are the most 
unhealthy segment of the population. And that should not be. We should be the healthiest. And I think it's because we don't hear about it in church. I feel like there's a little bit often, you know, a a real, like a religious or legalistic attitude about this where we kind of just don't care about it because we don't hear about it in church or we judge people that do and we consider fitness vain. And what we need is to just lay down fitness being like what we look like and make it more about stewardship of the body that that the that God has given us and that the Holy Spirit lives in. And for service, we want to be able to accomplish all of the things that God has put in our path. And we can't do that if we're tired, if we're sick, if we don't feel good because we're in a sugar coma, we're eating bad food, we're not sleeping, we're not drinking enough water, we're putting our worth in worldly standards. Like the word needs to be front and center in our fitness and wholeness. And until it is for us Christians, it's going to be a struggle. It's so good. It's so good. It's so rich. All right, we're going to continue our conversation with Kim Dolan Leto in just a moment. The book is Fit God's Way, Your Bible-Based Guide to Food, Fitness, and Wholeness. Yes, we're giving away copies today. You can text the word book to 877-933-2484 to enter the drawing. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Prayer is such a gift. I love to pray. I think people sometimes overcomplicate prayer or try to craft perfect prayers as if God needs to be impressed. God just wants to hear what's on your heart and mind. He just wants to hear the sound of your voice. He wants us to turn to him with great expectation and faith that says, I don't have the power nor the resources, but God, you do. Or I don't know what to do, but my eyes are fixed on you. Or God, thank you. Thank you that you're good and that you've revealed yourself in ways that I can comprehend. And thank you for doing all that you do in every moment, even the stuff that I don't know is happening. Help me today and help me not miss the divine opportunities you've set. I want to see you today, God, so show me yourself. Prayer's not complicated. It's a gift. And you can exercise it every moment and in any circumstance. Start each week with a moment of reflection and prayer with the Faith Radio Prayer Devotional Email. You can sign up today at MyFaithRadio.com. Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul All right, we're continuing our conversation with Kim Dolan Leto, author of Fit God's Way. We are giving away copies today. If you're looking for a Bible-based guide to food, fitness, and wholeness, this one is genuinely comprehensive, uh, Fit God's Way. You can find it at fitgodsway.com, where there's also some great downloadable resources. You can enter the drawing for the copies that we have to give away today in studio, 877-933-2484. You text the word book. To that number, 877-933-2484. I want to talk about um, eating with the seven Ps. Could we jump to that, Kim? Um, oh, pause, absolutely. Pause, pray, prepare, portion, practice, plan, persist. Um, mm-hmm. I probably, I skip, you know, I skip. I'm pretty good at portion. Uh, I need one on here that's like um, frequency, like I am okay with portion, uh, but, you know, I I eat too often. Like, right, I'm a snacker. Anyway, so there you go. So that got, maybe gets to the practice category. So talk with us a little bit about the getting into a rhythm. This is about fuel. It's about treating food as fuel, 
not something mm-hmm. that I turn to out of emotion or anything else. Just talk with us a little bit about food in relationship to eating with the seven Ps. I think the biggest thing that's missing from food, like we, you know, I had mentioned that like in secular fitness, there's always like a pill or a shake or man-made, man-made oh. packaged oh, food the program. Shake. Yeah, the so shake. So it's all about Ugh. money and it's all about this lure of like, you can look like this if you just eat these little things. And, but Fit God's Way is about God. It's about his word, his promises, <laughs> following the way Jesus lived and relying fully on the power of the Holy Spirit. So the seven Ps are going to teach you that you just need to put away that crazy because that all that packaged <laughs> pills promises is all snake oil and it's a 72 billion dollar a year business it's designed to fail it's not meant to succeed because then you won't need their next thing and the thing is is that often you mentioned that you snack you know sometimes we're feeding an emotion you know boredom totally we deserve a treat we want and what we need to start doing is taking our emotions to god and just asking him why am i doing this and it's usually something that is you know we 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 want comfort we want reward and really all it does though is it backfires right carmen i mean how do you feel after you do oh, that self sabotaging like, oh it's right. awful and, and no, the totally. enemy's like yay and it's because we need to take our emotions to God. And when we focus on eating whole God-made foods, we don't, the cravings go away because God-made food satisfies. Man-made food does not satisfy. So you're going to just want more. It's like the lust of the flesh. Like this is a flesh and spirit battle. And that's why I say like when you make fitness a spirit-led lifestyle instead of a frustrating flesh project, it will be a turning point of greatness and power in your life. Because you'll look at the way the world does it and you'll go, "Ah, I'm not falling for that anymore. I know it doesn't work. And all it ever did was make me feel less than. All right. If you're listening right now and you're like, oh, I this is one segment's not going to be enough of this for me. Um, If you visit Kim (laughs) online at KimDolanLeto.com, and I will put the link in the show notes today, um, you can access her podcast, which is Strong, Confident, His. Um, You can find out more about her fitness ministry, Fit Sisters in Christ. Um, We're talking today specifically about her book, Fit God's Way, Your Bible-Based Guide to Food, Fitness, and Wholeness. Um, Lots of folks, uh, lots of folks saying, hey, I just really appreciate this conversation. Lots of folks um, looking to get the book. Um, maybe Maybe let's talk about the importance of accountability and community um, and then I would love to spend a minute or two talking about habit number seven, this press on don't quit, because um, mm-hmm. if I if I think about this as, oh, my God, this is something I have to do for the rest of my life. It's really just something I have to do in the next moment. Right. Win the moment in front of you. Like, I love Mark Batterson's book. Like, can you do it for a day? Can you read the Bible for a day? Can you go for a walk today? Could you just choose whole God made food today? Could you? Put on faith radio and worship God while you're driving today? Could you, you know, go to sleep and prioritize rest? Could you do that for a day? If you can do it for a day, it's all in the habit. It's all in the daily habit. And Fit God's Way is about seven habits that build out this system. And they're all based in the word. Because here's the thing that's so bad about fitness. The way the world has it set up is it's so shame and performance-based And we need to take that out of it and stop relying on ourselves because we all know that doesn't work. Willpower doesn't last. We need God here. Yeah. And there's also, let me just confess, like, right, I don't look good in the little outfits. So 
<laughs> right. We have to. But you're like, so I much more than a, what you look like, no, Carmen. Right. Like, so can you talk it, it about. Look. I know. Can you talk about habit four? Because how do I see his perfection in my reflection? That was a bit of an awe. That's an aha moment. That's good. Well, look at your heart. Look at what you do. Look at how you're serving God. Value yourself based on that and not, you know, turning like we do this. We we look at ourselves and we're like, I'm not measuring up. And then we numb ourselves with food or whatever our vices are. And they just make us feel less than. And it's just this trap the devil has us in. And I believe that God, like I love Charles Stanley. He would always say, look your best, be your best, do your best. And we're all going to age. I mean, I'm 54 years old. I've been, you know, I've gone through hormonal changes, injuries, emergency C-section. Like I've had all these battles, but God just keeps telling me, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and put your eyes on me and not yourself. The minute that you start to tear yourself apart, that's, that's where the devil needs to go and heal that little girl in all of us. I just Mm. did a podcast about that. Like, that voice is something that has happened to you or the world has told you, and that's not of God. God accepts you and loves you right now the way that you are. Hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking that our friend over at Sports Spectrum, Jason Romano, who you probably know from ESPN, but anyway, the two of you should definitely connect, and he should have you on Sports Spectrum as well, because like this conversation in that community um, I think would be tremendously helpful. Like it's such a blessing to us and I want to like extend the blessing to others. So let's, let's make that happen. If it let's hasn't pray about that. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely. just so much freedom in Jesus here. And so do you see the trap, like the world, the devil, like wants to lure you in and make you feel less than, and that's a dieting oh, trap. And so it, it, so it fuels it is you, you're living in your head and you're just thinking about what you look like and it makes you just eat bad because you feel like you're never measuring up and you're stuck in this trap. And, you know, God is saying, Galatians 5.1, the word tells us, like, do not, you've been bought with a price. Do not submit again to a yoke of bondage. That is bondage, living in dieting and perfectionism. And God did not create us to have that perverted relationship with ourselves, with food, with our body. None of that. Hmm. That's why it doesn't work. I know. I just love (laughs) you already. So thank you so much for being such a genuine encouragement. Um, Could we talk again? Would you come back and talk again? Oh my gosh, I would love to, Carmen. Okay. I feel like I know yeah. you already. I think we grew yeah, up very you similarly. Do. Yeah, you do know me. Um, I think I'm 54. I was born in 1968. Me I'm too. so bad at December math. 3rd. Okay. Yeah, I'm bad at math. So everybody knows that who's listening. Okay, so um, so we're yes, we are very similar people. And so um I would I would love to uh for you to shepherd my heart in this way. It would be a blessing to me. I would absolutely I'd be blessed. Yes. And we just got, we've got to persist until we succeed. Let's, you know, straining yeah. forward, leaving, Amen. leaving what lies behind. Just do today Amen. in Jesus. Let's do that. All right. Fitgodsway.com is the website where you're going to connect directly with Kim. We are giving away copies of the book, Fit God's Way. You can text the word book to 877-933-2484. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBurge. This is Faith Radio. All right. I feel like I'm in a new friend today. I hope you feel um, the same. Love, um, love the engagement on the text line today. Thank you so very much. Let's be praying for each other today. Let's get into the Word of God, that the Word of God could get into us. 
um, before we get out there into the world that God so loves, um, you know, where God sends us as his ambassadors, his agents of grace, his ministers of reconciliation. That's who you are. Uh, So live into that calling today. Um, Thank you for spending time with me today. Um, Love it if you would... uh, if you would subscribe to the podcast, Mornings with Carmen, wherever you get your podcast. Um, First of all, it helps me to know you're listening. It also means you have access to the show notes. And I know you want those today, particularly the notes that I made during the last conversation that we had with Kim Dolan Leto. So all of that is in the show notes. You get those at MyFaithRadio.com or wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Have a great day. And God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Carmen LeBurge. Podcasts like this are available because of your support. If it's important to you to hear things that encourage your faith, click the link in the show notes to give now. And thanks.